0: Welcome to the Heavy Hole. I'm Tom. I'm Big Will, aka Uncle Buck. Tonight in studio, we have Justin, my friend, and also a wonderful guest of the podcast. Sick
1: dude. Love being your friend, love being a guest. Thank you. What's up, Justin? Nothing.
2: Tonight on Heavy Hole, we're going to talk about a few things shortly. Yep, we're going to give you the uh, part two of the Obnoxious Noise barbecue interviews that we uh, did over the summer a few months ago that we're bringing you. We, We got interviews with Pink Mass and Blame God, uh, from Lo- from New Jersey and from Long Island, respectively. But um, first we had, uh, and we're also going to bring you, as we always talk about, we talk about uh, uh, old classic albums we like and newer albums coming out uh, this year, or actually last year at this point, 2018, that we like. But first, we want to talk about something fairly controversial that, that we were getting into a little bit before we started recording, right, guys?
1: Yeah, gross stuff, right? Gross, nasty stuff. Terrible, dark corners
2: yeah dark corners of the <laughs> underground scene somebody brought to my attention yesterday the new pissgrave album the band pissgrave uh they're they're putting out an album posthumous humiliation the 1st of March 2019 on profound lore records and uh, i guess in the last few days the track listing and some information and most importantly the cover art was leaked from uh, from the label to uh, generate publicity, and there was mixed reactions to the to the uh, to the cover art. It's pretty obscene, man. It's pretty gross, and it's nothing I'm not used to. I would say this new Piss Grave album art is on tier with Viscer Infest choices of gore. There it is. Yeah, yeah Well, why don't we? Why yeah. don't you
0: dis-
1: actually, Justin? Why don't you describe what's going on because uh, yeah,
2: he's the, he's the artist.
1: Yeah, sure. <clears throat> oh, let me get a full scope of this right now. Let me point both eyes at it. He's pointing both eyes at you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, you would know you'd walk down the street in a normal... Like, you'd look at anybody. Really, anybody walking down the street. doesn't matter your your, your gender, your race, or anything like that. You, you notice a jaw, like one jaw in one place. You most got, people. You got a top row of teeth. There's an exception, but most people have these. But generally, in a bottom row of teeth. See, this this over here looks like a... Oh, man. if Wow. Uh, he's still got... Both jaw, I mean he's, both sets. Sure, but they're not where it's supposed to be. Teeth Maybe su- it's, actually, it's, actually the
2: teeth are surprisingly intact if you think mostly,
1: about it. He's got better teeth <laughs> than I do, actually. Where he's lacking uh, with uh, me is he's he's missing the middle of his face, and his his top jaw is right where his hairline would be. He has a receding yeah. top jaw, you could say.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it honestly and it you looks can see like all the
1: that... way down his throat. Yeah, um, yeah. his head looks like a just a, a botched barbecue
2: it's bad it's bad it, it it's looks like someone sliced. maybe got shot in the
1: face or something
0: it's yeah it looks oh, like yeah. a bag of slim jims got Ooh. soaked in water and forgot to shave for five days yeah it's disgusting
1: yeah it's it like, looks like a like a roll of paper towels like just mashed up with some ground meat like, it's you're gonna yeah. make meatballs but you're, you just got shot in the face
2: it's it's, it's real gore and it's um it's <laughs> It, it's it's been around in death metal. Pro- I, I imagine that there's probably some bands that I might not know of. That my my buddy Adam would tell me they did it before Carcass did it, but um, there were bands using real gore pictures uh, back in the in the late '80s and early '90s. But this Pissgrave album cover, uh, it seems like they're kind of bringing it back because it, 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 it not that it went away, but it hasn't been as prevalent, especially not on a label like Profound Lore. Profound Lore tends to have something that's a little more um, uh, a little spacier it's, or. Um... Yeah, I mean, you're on cosmic friend, or, or yeah, uh, yeah like kind of cosmo, you know, whatever artificial brain does kind of spacey or distant. We definitely don't do real gore. But um, it doesn't, doesn't really, you know, maybe on morbid records or, um, a, you know, Bizarre Leprous, these underground gore labels that, I, that I've been into, man. But on a label like Profound Lore putting it out, it might have caught some people off guard who aren't used to that type of artwork on an album cover. And I guess, there, you know, I've seen some comments somebody brought to my attention, man. I feel like I said before, I feel like I'm almost desensitized to this because I've seen it on so many underground bands in the past, and it was very prevalent in the 90s, and it still is very prevalent in certain, you know, gore grind, noise core scene, you know, when you tape trade and you get into the nitty-gritty of it, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just don't get why more death metal bands don't have, like, Lisa Frank-style, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, cover art, you know, floating whales, unicorns in space. Like, you don't need to tie all this disgusting imagery, guys. Come on, clean it
2: up! I, I think that's is, <laughs> there's, there's actually, like, some death core, some, there's, there's some branches of, like, scene music that have, like, you know uh, narwhals and things like that, and the artwork, right? I've seen that, and they, they're into the bright colors now on the t-shirts and stuff, and the, right. the extra long tank tops and stuff. You know what I mean? Like,
1: litter is could be more eye catching than say, you know, a severed hand, like shoved yeah. up a
2: yeah, like the weekend nachos one is pretty gross. Uh, you, Do you guys see their last album? Uh, um, I'm not sure what you're talking about
1: now, I, man. I
0: think it was uh, the Al X-ray of yeah. what seems to be hands that were caught in a lawnmower. Ooh, and it's ooh. really brutal, and it kind of takes you a second to take it in. Uh, but look, I, I want to talk about this on a full episode. Yeah, and yeah, before we, yeah, you're right. Before we get in any further, I any listener who wants to possibly send in something real disgusting, yeah, here, Well, that's the weekend nacho one.
2: Okay, thank you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, see, I'm, hmm, yeah, that's 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 terrible it's a as, bad a, as somebody who mows my bad lawn line. and my parents lawn like all summer and spring that's that's horrifying That's scary
0: yeah so we want to extend that to a listener we're going to do a full episode on this and we'll probably talk about this periodically i feel like every yeah. now and then we'll we'll probably talk about a really gross album cover or a really good album cover you know sure. maybe not gore related whatever catches the eye
2: exactly but yeah, yeah uh, this tends to be a theme so any listener if you want to send something in send something in what do you think what do you think do you think bands in 2019 should still be using real gore photos from true crime and detective scenes and things like homicide scenes Do you think bands should still be putting that on their album cover and their t-shirts in this day and age do you think it's played out do you think it's disrespectful there's a lot of views on it and before we were talking about it before we started rolling i had a lot of conflicted views on it myself from from uh the real gore so you know that's that's my angle on it man but yeah we'll, we'll do a whole episode we'll do some research till now look up uh the, the band dead and look Look up hymns of the sick. Um, that's got some truly disturbing gore in it, too, man. But yeah, the new Piss Grave on Profound Lore Records coming in, in uh, March. Let's see. I'm curious to see if that artwork is going to make it to all the social media and, and make it to the, the print press and everything um, in the next few months, or if there might be some backlash. Who knows?
0: Well, as of right now, this recording, Google has gotten rid of it on a lot of their image search. We just did it today. You brought it to our attention. Apple Music has it on their shit, but mm-hmm. this is only the day after it's announced. So I feel like that's going to get pulled down.
2: Yeah, shout out to Apple for now how you doing <laughs> all right but but yeah like we said full episode man so get in touch with us if you got an opinion on it if you got your own band got some gore on it or whatever man and um you know that that that's whatever but but uh i think now we were we we're also talking about getting into part two of our obnoxious barbecue interview right Let's make it happen yeah yeah the first one we were going to get into was uh blame god right Yep. All right, local band. We talked to Sam Sherrick, the drummer. He's also the drummer of Pink Mass, but he wasn't around for the Pink Mass interview. He's in a few bands, man. Uh, Local up-and-coming drummer on Long Island, Sam Sherrick. Shout out to Sam, man. He's he's a good kid. Um, uh, Him and uh, the singer Jordan from Blame God. Jordan, young guy, uh, way back in the day, he he drew uh, the Buckshot facelift logo uh, for us when he was like 12, long before Blame God, man. We get into that and some other stuff in this interview coming up. Heavy Hole Podcast. This is Uncle Buck here with uh, Jordan and Sam from the local band Blame God here on Long Island. How you doing, guys?
3: Man, doing good.
4: Doing fucking awesome. <laughs> well there's no better time than after playing a set, or sure. well, I guess during playing a set, but yeah, a- yeah. after <laughs> feels pretty damn good too. You guys,
2: you guys are young, so you don't need uh, an hour to catch your breath like uh, I do, <laughs> and some of my friends do right after you say. You guys just played a versus set battling against uh, Scuzz from New Jersey. Both bands on stage going song for song. How was the experience, man?
4: It was awesome. I guess yeah, it was my first time doing a versus set and Blame God and just in general. It was it was fun. And and it's cool because members of Scuzz and Blame God are gonna play again in like two more bands in Pink Mass. So <laughs> They're doing like the fusion dance a little bit and they're making a fucking hybrid band. I I don't wanna say the best of uh, both bands, but yes, yes. Hey. members of Scuzz. <laughs> <and Blame God. laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're working parts of both bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh my bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's a yeah, Fucking state. uh. Yeah, it was a good battle set. Like once again we never did a battle set before, but we definitely won. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely won. Yeah.
2: As long as you win, man, that's what's yeah. important, man. So, uh, not to be generic, but uh, what's, what's a little background on the band? How long have you guys been around?
4: We were actually just talking about that today, and we realized it's all, it's coming on three years. Which is weird, because Jordan was like, how long have we been a band, three years? And I was like, no way, we've been a band, we're coming on two years. And then he was like, no, 2015 is three years ago, and I was like, fuck.
3: Yeah, Yeah. so <laughs> we formed three years ago in Oneonta, New York, in upstate New York. Me and Sam went to college together. Uh, I remember just meeting Sam one time at like a party, like fucking 10 degree weather, we were like inside or something like
4: yeah, that. Yeah, we were just like Man. bored as hell, we yeah. just ended up talking to each other and Fun. saying like let's start a heavy Holy grind shit. band.
3: I mean the first thing we started talking about was like, you ever meet somebody and like you have nothing to talk about but then you mention like a band and they're like oh shit you like that and then you just list like oh you like this band, and it's like oh you ever hear of like Cephalic Carnage? oh I fucking love that band too and just like. We just like relayed a bunch of bands and then like someone else like came into the conversation too. And like, I think it was Craig. It was Craig. Yeah. yeah. It was Craig. And then all three of us just said, like, oh, you like this band? This. And fucking. And then that's how we became friends. And then there was no one else to really like hang out with in regards to that musical taste up there. So then we just started hanging out. And then that eventually turned into us jamming and shit. And lo and behold, blame God formed. Yeah. Pretty generic, too, but yeah. No, it's,
2: that's that's how it happens, man, with underground music. So you guys have been around for a few years now. You played some shows. Uh, wow, I, I know you played shows upstate, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah at the cool. uh, the Cop frat, right? That was yeah, a big yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: that, that was our house. Yeah, that was our house. Are there any interesting
2: stories from that house? Any any uh, any stories that stand out? Any uh, any weird nights? Anything that went wrong? Anything that went right? Any, anything uh, in particular? One time,
3: <laughs> Ping Mass beat up this dude. Well, Pink Mass was playing a show before Sam was in Pink Mass, and some dude. I guess just trying to understand how the punk rock hardcore subculture worked and just didn't really understand the whole mosh thing or at least etiquette around it. Even though I don't like to think there's an etiquette, especially like C D basement shows, this dude was like just really bumping into Pink Mass really hard and like they have all the gear on and shit like that. So
4: Yeah, he almost knocked over like a wall of like two cabs and like someone's amp. So I, I guess like... If there's any etiquette, it's just don't fuck with the band shit. That yeah, I guess yeah. that would just be the bottom line. So then and he was just doing that.
3: beat him up. Right. Yeah,
4: yeah, Jeremy fucking like <laughs> bodied him and pushed him. So it was in a basement, and then in in the center of the basement, there's like the fucking like boiler. The boiler room's like in the center of the basement and like the, the place where people stand, like kind of snaked around it in a square. And then the the stage was in front of that. So what Jeremy did was he pushed him off the stage. Into the fucking door of the boiler room And it was like one of those doors That has like the wood panels Like going horizontally And he just like Put him through that Like WWF style Like like the whole fucking Like, like all the panels just like came out And like me and Jordan Just looked at each other And we are just like Fuck we're gonna have to fix that But that was like really cool <laughs>
3: uh, What's some like non-show related Cursed story?
4: Oh the, the time when uh you took a cab home and you thought you can get get away with without paying them. He, yeah, you he were really drunk. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he, he just came in and he was like, Yo, this bitch thinks I'm gonna pay her. And we're just like, what? And he's like, she gave me a ride home and now she thinks I'm gonna pay her. And I was like, did you take a cab? And then he was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, is the cab outside? And he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go in my room for, for a while. Well, though he asked us, if we had cash and we did it. I, I think so, yeah, because you probably. So, yeah,
3: Then I just left it off, and then the girls who were in the cab with me and I didn't know the girls the driver, and the cab drivers tried to like trespass my house, and uh, I guess I slammed the door on one of their feet. So then <laughs> then the cops were called, and uh, I guess I ended up paying her somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry. Yeah.
2: All right, man, that's a good story, man.
3: <laughs> so you guys
2: are kind of a, a younger, well, to me, uh, uh, you're a younger band, man, I'm, a, I'm an old person. Um, well, I wanted to ask you guys for your uh, your perception of the scene right now, man. Like, what are some bands to watch out for? Uh, like, what's what's kind of on the rise in the scene? What's hot right now? For an old guy like me that doesn't have my ear to the ground, what's going on?
3: Word. Uh, that's a great question. I mean, there's a lot going on right now, at least in the New York area, Long Island especially. Uh, there's a really good band who's breaking up now called Jukai Uh, they're like a hardcore band, they're breaking up now They're one of my favorites for a long time They're like more metalcore-ish Uh, there's a new death metal band playing now called Vomit Force Oh yeah, they're fucking. Awesome. Uh, really, 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 really fucking good shit Uh, I mean, if we're talking about Long Island, well, some Long Island? I mean,
4: the Thetis there's, is my fucking yeah, favorite Thetis, band so, so <laughs> I didn't
3: really like Thetis at all, honestly we, we played with Thetis when they did their first show at Cop Rat And I thought they were really goofy Who's the singer, Lancelot? Corey. Corey. Yeah. That, well, that, that's his. That's one of his personas. So, yeah. So, I I thought he was like a really weird, goofy dude, and I didn't like the whole thing back then. But now, like his personality mixed with their music, and they're really refined now. They're really fucking awesome. Yeah. I awesome. mean,
4: also once they added Jimmy on yeah. bass, it, it was like a huge step yeah, up for so him. So seeing too. them
3: tonight was really, really like fucking awesome. Uh, Locust is really good too. Um, fuck more hardcore bands. There's so many hardcore bands. Hangman is doing really cool stuff, Regulate.
4: Silenus.
3: Si- oh, yeah, Silenus. We're, we're playing lot, with yeah. them a lot. Uh, yeah. really, really, really good young band called Silenus. These kids are like 17 years old, 18 years old, from like East End of Long Island, really deep East End. And they're coming up with like hardcore music, but like with influences from like Swans and like really, like really esoteric shit.
4: Yeah, just like some harsh noise shit yeah. like thrown in. But which I, I would say that being mixed with grind is like kind of like commonplace yeah. nowadays. But being mixed it's in like hardcore. hardcore metalcore is definitely like a different take yeah, on it. Yeah, so which they're is cool.
3: introducing their young friends to all these weird ass bands, and these are like really young kids listening to like this shit that like is really novel. So like, props to the Silenus about that. Uh, poor choice. Also, yeah, she
4: just played with them here yesterday. Yeah. You guys played
3: here yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. played here
4: yesterday. Also, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we played here yesterday. We played a much shorter set than we played today, and then we drove out to Jersey because Pink Mass was playing the last Jersey show yesterday.
3: Yeah. But uh, Night Fear, Night Fear from Wilkes Barre, Pennsylvania.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah, they're fucking awesome. I'm trying to think
3: what I'm really listening to these days, though. Like young shit. I'm really listening to these days. Like, just name one, I
5: guess.
4: I mean, no, Vomit Fourth is definitely heavy on my rotation. Uh, I mean, this new death metal band called Cerebral Rod I've been listening to. Their demo is fucking sick. I I think they're from Texas. They're either from Texas or Cali. Not around here, though, but really cool, like, reminiscent of, like, Zizmo, like, almost, like, pre, like, proto-gore grind death metal
2: type shit. Well, that's, a, that's a lot to Google, man That's yeah. a lot for me check that's, uh, What is it, si- Silenus? Silenus, yeah Silenus from out East Long Island I gotta check that so, yeah, Sounds check interesting, man Well, uh, thanks a lot for giving us your time And do you guys have any, any new recordings Any shows, anything you're uh, working on Anything you
3: want to plug right now? We are recording in a couple months for our first EP. Well, not first, second, second EP. EP. Sorry, yeah, second EP. But like more like official. Yeah, I mean,
4: it, it's definitely like somewhat of a follow up to our last EP. But we're just trying to. The last EP was a five song EP. I think this is going to be a six song EP. Six or seven. Yeah. So like we're just we're stepping it up. Like yeah. it's going to sound better. What well, hopefully we're better at playing than yeah, we were yeah, <laughs> back
3: then too. Um, we're doing a tour in November in California with Noisem.
4: Yeah, so we we started the year out touring with them and Night Fear, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the first date of that tour was New Year's of 2017, and then uh, yeah. we did the first week of 2018, which was the fucking coldest week yeah. of my life.
3: Yeah. And uh, yeah, that shit was fucking horrible. Yeah, really, really.
4: Yeah, no horrible. heat in the van in like sub-zero weather You're in a cargo it van. Fucked. yeah. yeah. Um, but I I I, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was the fucking best time. Yeah. Also,
3: also listen to Stigmata. That's
4: it Oh, Also Candy Is a fucking oh, oh, uh, Sick really new yeah. uh, Hardcore Metal yeah. influence Hardcore band You three
3: Three bands for listeners To listen to Real quick Another, just, just any three, three just bands, just three bands.
4: Uh, Fucking Demigod uh, Volon
3: And Bone Thugs in Harmony
2: Nice uh,
3: Stigmata Prema from New Jersey And Internal Bleeding
2: <laughs> nice. No. Nice. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, thanks a lot. You gave us a, a lot to think yeah. about and a lot of new stuff to check out. Thanks a lot. Blame God from Long Island. Appreciate oh, you guys being with
6: South us. This, <laughs>
2: Interview there with uh, Jordan and Sam from Blame God, local Long Island band on the come up. Those guys are thirsty right now, man. They're popping up on shows all over the place. This show is going to be over by the time people are hearing this podcast, but they're playing next week at uh, St. Vitus with Cannabis Corpse and uh, Dehumanized, man. These guys are popping up on shows all over the place, Blame God. And um, they're one of those, like Locus Mortis, too. A lot of these local young bands, man, they're playing all the time. They're hungry, man. I love it. They got kind of a brutal sound. It's
0: noisy, It's somewhat punk rock, I guess. You yeah, know? It's,
2: it's, it's, I, I, I look at it like modern power violence, man, but it's, they're very serious. You can tell they're from New York and they're not, they're not doing the surfy, you know, uh, uh, you know, after school special power violence. They're, you know, they're doing something kind of crazy there, man. It's, it's very noisy, man. It's, it's like, there's just that hardcore slash grindcore power violence. You know what I mean? It's, it's real brutal stuff. Love it. Good, good band.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And next up, we got another interview from
0: yes. the same show.
2: Yeah, the same show. We interviewed uh, that guy, Sam, that was just talking. He actually played drums in Pink Mass. I say played because Pink Mass, unfortunately, broke up. We uh, we asked them about uh, that. We asked them. That, for, for those who don't know, Pink Mass is kind of a crazy band, man. They have like a bondage, S&M, smelling like rotten baloney you know, act. And if you missed it live, even if you watched it on YouTube, you had to be there to smell it. That was the thing about Pink Mass.
0: Oh, yeah, and they got good riffs to back it up, man. Eh?
2: Yeah, brutal. I mean, hey. uh, at the end of the day, it didn't matter what they looked like or did on stage. They were a great, brutal grindcore band, uh, but the 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 stage show uh, and the conviction with which they um, they pulled it off, man, it was something wild. So we caught up with those guys, Josh and Jeremy and Trevor and, um, and the dude Tom from Organ Dealer, a band that we hope to feature in the future. He was there at the show, and he just popped up in the interview. Kind of a crazy interview, man. You could check out what those guys had to talk about. They were... Talking about why the band's breaking up and eating ass and all sorts of weird shit, man. Yo, you said you want Tom in this, right?
6: Yo, Tom. Tom, man. Uh, you? you want to be in the thing? Sure. All right, cool, cool, cool.
2: Okay, you ready? <laughs> all right, Heavy Holt Podcast. This is Uncle Buck. I'm lucky enough tonight to be joined by members of Pink Mass. And by special request, they wanted Tom from Organ Dealer here. So if you guys could just go around real quick, introduce yourself, maybe say your responsibility in the band. Josh, I do
6: all the uh, the business stuff and the, uh, the money things. <laughs> Jeremy, I play
5: bass in Pink Mass. I'm Trevor, I observe the ass eating. <laughs> and I'm Tom, I do guitar and backing vocals in Organ Dealer.
2: Alright, man, um, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the Oregon dealer interview just yet, man, but we're, we're talking about Pink Mask, man, right off the bat, everybody knows what you guys are about, and what you're all into, man, okay. Have you, but have you guys ever had any kind of backlash with, like, a promoter or a guy that worked at the club or a local band that didn't know what they were getting uh, into?
6: Um, that time in Jersey City, so we played yeah. this, like, biker bar, and, like, there was no place to, like, get changed or whatever. This, it was like just like a straight, like almost new metal, like metal core show. It was we did not yeah. fit on it at all from the get go. Yeah. And like it was like a straight up biker bar, like everybody's fucking this. like patches and fucking whatever. <laughs> and we just started like taking all our clothes off and just got like the dirtiest looks. Like y'all ain't playing, yeah. fucking what the fuck you think you're doing? You need to get the fuck out. We was, still played though, we yeah. suck really bad, but it was, no, it was
0: like the longest 15 minutes ever. And also, they do that, they did that thing where they make all your shit like. They make you turn down a lot and then bring you up, but it's just like so awkward. The two Bams, it was just like so cringy on stage. Just like, oh,
6: like the drums were louder than everything. There was that dude that tried to fight us in Binghamton too. That was, was kind of funny. Yeah, he like came in the bathroom while we were getting changed, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" We're just like, "Get the fuck out." Of there. <laughs> but there's also like three of us, so whatever. Yeah. Like, there's also definitely
7: people that like don't really get the aesthetic and like get the wrong idea yeah,
6: yeah. they kind of like the music so they get all weird like they like want
2: to like it but they like yeah. can't like it you that's, know what that's, I mean? that's me no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. no i'm just kidding well yeah. i mean for anyone anyone who's listening to this who's been living under a rock in the scene obviously you guys have a pretty shocking uh, uh stage show all that i mean uh i also understand tonight might be uh the last show yeah um, um, you want to elaborate on that is, is anyone going to jail anyone banned or something what's going on we're kicking
6: Trevor out because he's not pulling weight. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna kick him over to the West Coast for a little bit, tell him to we'll fucking drink some coffee and come back. Yeah. <laughs> there's not enough ass eating to
0: sustain my position in the band, so. Also, there's <laughs> like a you. There's so much ass eating in Portland. I've down for months.
6: I I heard there was supposed to be an ass-eating contest today. No, they canceled
0: it. Barbecue. I was supposed to be the judge for the ass-eating contest, and they said they didn't want me there. So that's that's that.
2: (laughs) Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't hear about that. It wasn't on the flyer. <laughs> it was on this. It was on the back of the flyer. So, all right. So, so we got you guys here, man. You guys also have uh, kind of a history in the, the regional scene around here. You've been in other bands. Uh, maybe you guys could just give a rundown of some of the other bands you, you, you've been involved in, and and um, other 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 side projects maybe that are going on. Other bands that other members have going on right now. Well.
6: So we got Scuzz, which is pretty much just Pink Mask 2, but uh, Trevor moves the guitar, I move the drums. Um, I used to be in butt Dwyer, like another two piece crime band, and then Unmen was me and Jeremy's old band fucking like 10 years ago. We're bringing that shit God, back, actually God. No way yeah, yeah, we're gonna do, like, a proper recording because That shit sound like dog shit That's great and, uh, I still have it Yeah, but it's bad, though <laughs> Like, it's really good It's bad It's, it's oh, harsh Super awesome. missing Harsh problem. noise Bye, Not on purpose Like, like yeah. just
2: inexperienced <laughs> So, uh, so with um the, the this this lineup uh, thing going on And the the future is kind of uncertain Is there any new bands or new projects Or maybe a recording coming Anything we should watch for the future from Pink Mass?
6: Yeah, so we got a split that we actually just finished tracking, that's gonna be with uh, Sato Magical Seducer from Montreal, I think. And um, I would say maybe like early next year. Try and do ear slaughter out there, maybe Obscene Extreme, but, you know, that's all, like, in the works. So and, it, honestly, if that's the only thing we do next year, I'd still be happy with that. Yeah. Like, so
2: it's not the bitter end, you know, no, uh, no, necessarily. No, no. But, we honestly,
5: well-needed needed break, it. for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like. All right, man. All
2: right. Well, that's that's good to hear, though, man. Sometimes you got to uh, reconfigure and come back. You seen Jeremy's back, dude? Jeremy's yeah. back?
6: Yeah, yeah it's fucking bumpy. bumpy, dude. It's
7: oh. mad
2: bumpy. Some... You'll see you later. He'll be bleeding and shit. Well, yeah. it's actually a good segue to, to Jeremy's uh, health, man. I understand earlier this year, man, you caught a bad one in a mosh pit, Jeremy, yeah. right?
7: I, I, uh, it was Redneck Stomp obituary cover. Nah,
6: you're <laughs> warming up. Like, they played
2: like 20 seconds of it. it
7: and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I had mutual friends with the kid. I thought he was Cop. being a fucking douchebag. Guy It was at Coffrat and Oneonta. And, I that And, uh, yeah, just like a back windmill to the face and it broke While my jaw. While
0: you tying your shoe. I was tying my shoe. shoe
7: and I stood up and I caught a windmill to the face and it broke my jaw in two places. And now, uh, I'm in the process of healing it. It's healed on one side, and I have to get a cadaver graft on the other. Is
2: is that a new band? Cadaver graft? I want to know more about this. No, it's real necro, dude. (laughs) So they gotta
7: shave a piece of a dead dude's jaw into the shape that I'm missing, and they fucking put it in there.
6: Oh, wow.
2: okay God, I wasn't familiar with that That's interesting though Yeah, they can we'll do a we'll... lot of shit With like dead people parts uh, I've read you guys' lyrics I know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah No, well best of luck with that, man That's, oh, yeah, yeah. that's interesting, man Well, um, well and uh, well, while we got Tom here, man, we kind of made it a split interview, man. Tom, you want to tell us a little bit about Oregon Deal? I know you guys just played some uh, illustrious shows, right?
5: We did, yeah. This summer we did uh, Obscene Extreme in the Czech Republic, which was a lifelong goal to even attend and even more amazing to be a part of. We did uh, Ear Slaughter for the second time, so it's been a good summer for sure. Uh, pink Mass. So my role for the past couple years has been a sort of historian by videotaping some sets. I'll be filming it tonight. You can see it on my YouTube channel KAP, which stands for Kill All Politicians.
2: Yeah. All right.
5: Bipartisan man. So,
2: so, 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 so Tom, in filming these guys the past few years, I'm sure you've had some interesting times. It's kind of probably been a wild run. Is that safe to say? Yeah,
5: without a doubt. We. Uh, so back in the there was an era. I like to refer to it as the Bayonne era When bands were playing in Lot 13 And uh, there was one show I filmed with these guys Where we did like WWF style Where it was backstage Like them getting dressed, walking through And you saw the kitchen staff coming out Like what the fuck is this? But that, that was one of my favorites Back in, that was like Bayonne AD
6: uh, On the rewatch, that one was a little f- Fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little assistance. It may have had that. Yeah, yeah. Like
7: performance we're... enhancing. Yeah,
6: man
2: yeah. like... <laughs> It's all rock and roll, man. Yeah. Well, you, you guys are, are all kind of like old school dudes in the scene, man. Any um, any venues uh, in, here in New York or New Jersey or anywhere you wish would come back from the past that have closed down, any 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 place that held a lot of good yeah, memories?
6: Rockstar Bar, Akron, R- a- rock- ABC know, for ABC sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember but, yo, Rockstar with, uh, was when we first met your ass, too. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah and That and we Buck- cannot. Bucks- Show, show. Yeah, and That's like OG men. fucking Long Island men, shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: buckshot face. I mean,
6: yeah, not yeah. for y'all, but that for me, that was like my first exposure playing city. I was like fucking like seventeen. That was a watching good that. Time. There was that fucking like old Navy dude that was juiced as fuck yeah. behind the bar. That dude is sketchy. Yo. Like, yeah, Rockstar yeah. bar
2: with the big mermaid. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. dude, you've yeah. been over there like lately too. That would
2: not exist now. Like no fucking way. Dude. I haven't. I'm not, I wasn't familiar with the area then. I would just drive out. We didn't even have. Uh, it's not like it was GPS sketchy dead, well.
6: but. Now now it's like There's just like An olive oil store And like a fedora store And
2: shit Well, like, well you guys haven't been I mean that, that kind of Brings <laughs> something up but I haven't been around In the scene for a while What do you guys think About like Brooklyn now Compared to Brooklyn Ten years ago In terms of the music scene And shows and stuff man Like
6: I don't know It's tough Like, I mean like Vitus definitely Carries the flag real hard
2: Hell yeah but,
6: And like Lucky's too But Lucky's is like Old head spot too At the same time mm-hmm. Like I mean, and that's just like before my time even like I'm fucking 27 dude <laughs> like we've just been doing it since you know I was like mad young yeah man.
2: no I know do you see any areas now where you see like uh, young bands and there's kind of a scene popping up somewhere where there wasn't you
6: No, know, fucking blame God Locus Mortis young yeah, boys dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. from, uh, <laughs> young real. young kids this show's popping tonight we gotta be and, at least uh, fucking 75 people here
2: tonight. yeah Long Island is coming back from, from with the younger generation with the bands we interviewed a few of those guys earlier tonight man there's a lot of young bands a lot of young talent man
7: Hell yeah. shout out from uh, Montclair uh, woodland tomb and uh vassal constriction yeah they're
2: young as shit they're too. like
7: 17 years old and they're playing like the same kind of shit we did with Unmen. very like thrash grind almost like cloud rat inspired kind of stuff and it's sick man and and they're young as hell and i'm excited for them
0: awesome
2: man we'll, we'll just wrapping up man is there any other bands you want to shout anything else we should look out for bands we haven't heard about young bands friends of yours what's going on uh father montego wherever
5: oliver is Morgan
6: dealer <laughs> Shout
5: out my brother in toxicology. Yeah. So crusty grind from New Jersey. I raised those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you
6: raised my ass too. You're the fucking student teacher. Fucking. You, you saw the cattle so, be he's like, hey, Tom
7: was uh, Josh's art teacher hey, in, high was in high
6: school. And
7: I was Trevor's substitute teacher. He's a he's a different sub now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop
6: it.
2: <Wait>, that allergy <laughs> shit was funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well guys, we really appreciate your time Appreciate you talking no, to totally us, telling us a little about the band And uh, hopefully we'll be seeing Pink Mass uh, Rear its ugly head again One one fine day, man, thank you so much Oh yeah, dude, thank you Cheers, yeah. guys, right. have a good
6: night yeah. Thanks, See ya Thanks, man, appreciate it, man
1: eating <laughs> alright yeah <laughs> if it tastes good
2: <laughs> rump roast man R.I.P. to Pink Mass uh, uh, crazy band man they had their time to, to shine you on in the scene man they played some festivals they did some touring they played some wild shows they pissed off some bikers apparently um and i i i if if i if i know those guys which i do i've known them for a while i wouldn't be surprised if they pop back up either in pickmaster and some other uh incarnation that's going to scare people in the future man those those guys uh, josh and jeremy and trevor man they're wild guys i know josh and jeremy from way back in the day doing um ecw stuff in the mosh pits man those those guys are diehards man you got you got to see if you if you've never seen um josh and uh from Pink Mass uh, in uh, Mosh Pit doing their, their professional wrestling stuff, man. Those guys are wild, man. Yeah, it's it's, un, it's unreal, man. They've jumped on me a few times. I got to watch out. Dedication. Yeah, dedication to the pit, man. Be- beautiful people, Pink Mass. So RIP to Pink Mass, man. But the music's still out there, and you could check out the YouTube video. Maybe one day they'll have Smell-O-Vision. You know, you could do that, man. With uh, with no further ado, uh, you want to get into talking about old albums and new albums and death metal and all that stuff? Yeah, let's get into uh, the music bits. All right, cool, man. All right, we'll talk about some new albums first. So, who wants to go first here? I'll jump in. Yeah, go first.
1: I'll I'll go second.
2: Okay, man, cool. First up, uh, we got Obscenity, an old band with a new album, Obscenity from Germany. Uh, This album came out the 7th of December, 2018, Summoning the Circle on Apostasy Records. Obscenity is a band that was established in 1989. This is their 10th full-length album. I noticed, uh, looking back on um, Encyclopedia, Metallum, or whatever that is, uh, uh, they uh, maintained... Mainly uh, two years between each release, except for um, the 10 years between 2006 and 2016, they only put out three albums, but to be around from 1989 and pretty much put out a release of some sort every two years, man, that says something. Very impressive. Very impressed by that, yeah, man. And um, this is a straightforward album. This is death metal. Look, look at their logo. Look at their artwork. If you're just glancing through on uh, on social media or something, you could almost mistake it for one of these new wave of old school death metal bands. But it's just there. These guys. These guys. Uh, I wouldn't say they've changed much. I don't want to put them put them down because it's a good thing, man. They stay true to this classic old school style. It's uh, just real stoic, serious death metal. Brutal vocals. I love the vocals this band has. And um, I, I just I have a big appreciation. The, the drummer and the guitarist are the two original members that have been through the entire time through various lineups. And I have so much respect for any band that could be around and put out that much material and come out with something this hard-hitting in 2018. It's a great album.
0: Listen to that fucking kick drum.
2: Yes. yes don't like... get me started on the drums. Yes. Yeah. Old school, man. A lot of these old school bands are coming back with some... Uh, um, very organic, natural, clean-sounding drums, man, getting away from the, the modern kind of sterile production. I'm not going to get on my tangent tonight. Everybody who knows me know I can go on about that. But, yeah, the, the drums are great. And that's what I mean. Um, kind of like when I talked about the new Cancer album, uh, they come back with an album that almost sounds like it's from the '90s, man. And these are guys from the '90s that are that originally used to do it like that. And it's it's not just about te- you know hashtag '90s or whatever. I don't care what year it's from, man. But it's it's just got a uh, a sound and an atmosphere that I appreciate so much, man. It Reminds me of a lot of the classic shit I grew up on. Fucking intense. Oh yeah, great album, man. I really dig this. I like the album art a lot too. Yeah, straight out of the old school,
0: man. <laughs>
1: Justin what have you I've I've recently discovered this band uh, Called Tomb Mold uh, The record "Manner of Infinite Forms uh, From earlier this year I believe around June, July Uh, It's a band that was formed in 2017 uh, By just a couple of friends uh, Two guys Who you know work regular jobs And uh, one plays drums The other plays guitar I believe And they said hey let's start a Finnish style death metal project And just put out some songs because we're, we're bored, and they released stuff on bandcamp. Started getting a little bit of a following, very organically, and this is their first full length. Uh, right now, it's yeah. out. Do you know if this was on a label? Yeah, so this uh, this is out on twenty bucks spin. Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: label. yeah. Wow, this is really cool, man. I I, I gave this uh, a spin myself. Um, not a twenty bucks spin yet, but I, I gave it a uh, an algorithm spin the other day on social media. And uh, no, I, w- I would invest in this, man. This this is a, a, a great album. You're right, man. It's Good great. pick.
1: It's, uh, very very like traditional death metal style. I, I I'm a big fan of, uh, of of the choice of riffs of, of the the composition of the songs. I think each part is uh, very just chosen very very well to to, to fit this vibe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of shades of like uh, Demolic a little bit. and...
2: Absolutely, yeah, I hear that. Demigod, that that Finnish sound is there, man. There's something. I'm not a guitarist, man. Maybe I don't have the words. I'd stumble on myself to describe it, but there's something about the the notes and the chords. Maybe that a lot of these Finnish uh, bands uh, pick, these classic bands I like, a uh, dramalek and Demigod mm-hmm. and Demolik and I hear it here too a, a little bit, man. These guys are obviously um, uh, pl- you know, playing with some of the same uh, playbook, man. You now, kind of
0: a lead guitar going all the way through, pretty much everything we've heard so far on this first track. But it's not doing anything fancy. It's just kind of following a melody, and it's
2: that's yeah, that's that's really, a common theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah, old Amorphous, Amorphous's album, the Carillion Isthmus, man, there's you know some shades of that. A lot of there was a kind of a trademark sound. I think I think you I think you kind of nailed uh, some of that trademark sound, some of that technique.
0: I think it helps people uh, kind of follow what's happening. Sometimes death metal can be a little abrasive. A lot of shit happening on the low end. You yeah. don't really know what the fuck everyone's doing. But when you have mm-hmm. that guitar to like kind of distinguish and let you follow it. It's it's a comforting thing in a way. Absolutely, you know?
1: yeah. I, I think like the uh, the the technique of these musicians a little bit helps helps bring it like make it a little bit more modern. But like you have the production that kind of is super organic and yeah, totally lends uh, you know or, or gives um, gives respect to the to the tradition. You know of what, what they're trying to go for.
2: Yeah, Great. absolutely. Great stuff, man. Good and, band, Tomb Mold, and another very, very sick album for it. Yeah, for art. Sure. yeah I'm yeah. trying to figure out what's going on over there, man. The logo, I love their logo. Their logo is really cool, man. Almar's wild, man. I can't figure out if it's um a cult or if it's just like a close up <laughs> of someone's esophagus or if it's gore. You got to spend some time with it while you listen to the music, man. That's that's all. What's more old school than that? Than there staring are that album uh, for
1: sure Infinite Forms, uh, the namesake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There
2: you go. manner of Infinite Forms, man. That, this, you know, this we'll is what
1: happens up. when you eat like three day old subway yeah yeah so,
2: and,
0: and you and you let it sit in your mouth for a bit that's part kind of part what me happening. do you have
1: subway you do the uh sub, subway surf and turf the uh, yeah. the old meatball sub with yeah. the tuna fish on it
2: yeah <laughs> yeah. Let it sit.
0: yeah you gotta let that sit in the sun for a few days let it get some character a little hair in yeah. this case somewhat metallic
2: yeah this is dope love the orange logo man sunny d style
0: it's kind of a uh,
1: Scary Nickelodeon
0: It, <laughs> yeah. it makes the, uh, the stereotype of a very hard to read logo even harder Just the color choice <laughs> that they yeah. used here
2: Yeah, if you were colorblind to something You'd have a tough choice with that It would just be another infinite form
6: Yeah, what's
0: happening up there? Oh, they forgot to shade this guy Oh, it's not a guy? It's the name of the band Get on
2: <laughs> it Sweet. Awesome band
0: So I found a really cool one. Came out earlier this year, April to be specific. This band is called Our Place of Worship is Silence. Have you guys (laughs) heard of this band? Nah. No, no. This is a two-piece, I believe it's a guitar player or drummer. Yeah. They come from another band called Lake of Blood, which is more black metal. And these two L.A. guys, I guess they're black metal projects on hold. And I didn't listen to Lake of Blood, but in the research, it's two guys that were in that band who just wanted to write some really interesting death metal. And by golly, this album is something else. It's everything I'm looking for. Interesting. The the riffs are just fantastic. The production.
2: Wow. That guitar sounds... When it hits with the drums, that's nice. Pure violence. That's great. That oh. cover art. I no, mean, no. Yeah. no uh, it's no. like a grim reaper with a with a, a labyrinth. Oh and, no. Like a, it's a kind of a gory scene in the back. I, I can't describe that. It's wild. I love it.
0: I'll be honest. The first time I saw this, it, it looked like a grim reaper trying to sneak in late to work. Like and those are all cubicles
2: in the background. Yeah. So, that guitar tone. Is that what is that? The bass mixing in with the yeah, guitars. Yeah. That
0: bass is really is, fuzzy.
2: Is fieldy from corn in this? But What's going on with this?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 kind of uh, similar to uh, what a uh, Shane Shane Embry from Napalm Death like. You know, he was a big pusher of that really fuzzy bass. Yeah. Like right now, this is the intro track, so there's just screaming and shit happening in the background. Uh, I want to let this run into the second track on the album because the vocals are killer, and they catch you off guard with all kinds of composition stuff.
2: Ah! 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 The drums don't stop, either, man. This guy sounds like a powerhouse. Yeah. Slapping it. That guitar tone is magic. I love it. Some early Nurgle vibes on this. Yeah,
0: like Demigod album and a Portal mix. Something about that, like, singing through a coffee can kind of sound, you know?
2: I, I used to listen to a band uh, named Manticore from New Jersey a lot. Um, I haven't followed them as much the last few years, man. I, I'm not sure if they're still around, man. Great band. I would still listen to them. I got, I'm probably going to dig up the CD I have after I go home. But uh, Manticore from New Jersey, this is... Uh, people People might say I'm whack for saying that, but it's gives me some similar vibes just with the production and the the evil vibe, man. It's It's just... It's got a, I don't want to say sludge because that implies that it's slow but just that guitar tone sounds like hot lava man it's yeah absolutely it's yeah the effects on the vocals are great too man they have that cavernous sound but the, but the uh, you you can still hear the the tone of the voice very clear you can hear the the kind of agony that you know he's putting out there the, the emotion but it's it's got this weird effect to it too it's really disturbing stuff man yeah good just in time for the holidays pick this one up You could actually give it to your girl for Valentine's Day coming up, too, with all that red. It looks like roses if you squint, you
5: know.
0: We got Severe Torture's 2002 release, Misanthropic Carnage. One of my favorite albums of all time.
2: Heavy hitter right here. Yeah. Sick album.
0: What I love about this band is that the energy is always at 10, and they kind of come across like a technical death metal band,
2: but really they're just a speed band. They're tight. Yeah. They're tight, man. Oh, that bass sound, too. It's got that kind of, like, warbly little yeah. bass sound. It cuts through just nice, mixed perfectly, man. Almost reminds me of, like, maybe... um. Some 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 death albums maybe like Cynic and Atheia that bass sound that just kind of uh, comes through man I love it. The bass player of this band, I'm forgetting his name at the moment, but yeah, he plays plays finger
0: style, and it, you you feel his yeah, finger hitting the bass, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's sure. getting the string to really pop.
2: Yeah. See, every time there's something about a, 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 an instrument that I like and I can't put the words to it, you you tell me what's going on. I like that, man. Yeah. He's, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what this. You know, these guys just play instruments, and I, you know, I don't know what they're doing, man. You know, I, I just I've, I'm out there with the microphone doing what I do, you know.
0: Yeah, if anything, I feel like this guy is kind of out Alex Webstering Alex Webster
2: in, ooh, the, ooh, in the playing ooh, style, allegedly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and not to shit on Alex Webster, he's one of my favorite bass players. It's yeah. just how hard this guy is. No, hitting. this
2: is this yeah. is great, and it's and it's mixed and produced well. And like you said, those drums too, man. This is like that sweet spot of brutal death metal in the early two thousands when. You know, it wasn't overproduced, and it didn't it didn't go to full scale um, like competitiveness and just trying to outdo one another in terms of speed and BPMs and things like that. But the drummers were getting very, uh, you know, they were just stepping up, stepping it up a notch, man, and, and just trying to out, outdo um, the the previous generation and make it faster and, and more brutal and everything, man. But it wasn't all about YouTube tutorials yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and
0: every single song on here has maybe six to to ten, maybe twelve riffs. You know, it's not like crazy tech death metal where it's all over the fucking place. There's almost like a verse chorus structure going on here, like a tree. Yeah, and that's yeah. nice when you hear some crazy fast shit. And you it's, can hear the same riff over and over again in a way. It has it's a it's a nice way of
2: making it flow. You know, it's catchy, but it's also like unrelenting enough and uh, executed with such precision. I mean, you know, it's 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 well written and no, there's no member that's like the weak link pulling it back. You know what I mean? And that's why it almost gives off that that uh, that uh. That that illusion of being a tech death, you know what I mean? And people say that, that word tech death gets thrown a lot a lot, but you know, I, I couldn't play any of this stuff, it's technical to me, but I know what you're saying, man. It's it's catchy, but at the same time it's not just kinda wanking showing off, you know? Exactly. Like beginning of the song is the same riff as this riff, you know? Yeah. It's
0: a nice package. They know how to package songs, this fan. Nice nice package, Torture.
1: Selection. It's a great choice. Y'all like drums? The drums. We got those. Please play. The drums. Mm. Married What is that shit? Mm, Fucking yeah, God. Mm. Cephalic Carnage Loose Interval 2002. Hell yeah. Off whatever the fuck record label they wanted to be at the time. (laughs) I think it was Relapse.
2: (laughs) They, uh, yeah, I mean, I you rarely hear an album start with a sound check, you know? Yeah, Cephalic was good for throwing people for a loop, man. Wacky Bent.
1: Uh Grandfathers of uh, of weird fart grindcore a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, you you smoke weed a lot. In 2002, this is what comes out.
0: I believe they actually had a their own genre they created, which I think is I think it's Rocky Mountain Cannabis techni- technical grind or something great. I what yeah, I something. what's coming
2: to mo- what's ringing a bell in my mind, I might be wrong, is Rocky Mountain Hydro Grind. That's it, yes. Hydro Grind, yeah. Rocky oh. Mountain Hydro Grind, and- RIP to uh, Ace from Dismembered Fetus. That's, that's 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 some old school Colorado shit, man. That's, that's that, there was a Colorado scene back in the 90s, man. Ooh. Cephalic Carnage, man. I, maybe other people saw it coming. I did not see those guys blowing up and still being around in 2019. They're, st- they're still around doing this shit, right? Well, they, they, they They never like broke up, right? They never Popped broke up. Right? up. There's okay. never an
0: official breakup, but you know, I, I think one of the guys, Zach Joe, left yeah, the band he, he was a primary songwriter. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But yeah, the um, I met the singer two or three times um in, in, while while I was just in Colorado like performing a, uh, an artificial brain show or something like that, and and I ended up. Like two or three different times, just kind of casually, like being in a group of people or hanging out somewhere and striking up a conversation with Homeboy. And, and he would introduce himself in a, in a different name. And he was like he, like, he was like acting like he wasn't the singer of Cephala Carnage and he was just some local Colorado guy. It was it was strange, man. Maybe maybe it's just kind of a, like a prank he was pulling on me, or it was just a mode he gets in because he's tired of being the cephalic carnage guy. Yeah, but he's I, you know it wasn't like he was being a dick. It was kind of like a funny. Yeah, yeah. he's a funny guy, man. Funny band, you know. They're, these guys are space cases.
0: Like they're yeah. way the fuck out. There. I, I, yeah.
1: I love it because it's 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 really technical. It's like the, the musicianship is kind of like fucking out there, but it's, Bizarre. it has such a sense of humor. You know what I mean? And it's yes, but they're not really fucking around. And uh, no, and I respect that. You know, that much of it because they're just having fun of, like especially with their early records you know when you're having like 30 songs on a you know on a record and yeah phantom farter what's you know. well yeah well
2: that that's what i was getting at or is like shut they up. had a demo yeah there was there was shut the fuck up there was uh you know there was a bunch of there was like dismembered fetus yeast infection festering puke um phalicar. there was all these bands out of, yeah. out of colorado just putting out little photocopy cover grind uh, demos back in the 90s, man. So, Foul Cards is one of them. And then I saw they, they put out a CD on Headfucker Records from Italy. And that was kind of a low key underground scene CD. It was great and all that shit. But, you know, then, then they signed a Relapse, man. And they're, fucking, they're still, a, you know what I mean, man? Like, those guys blew the fuck up doing what they do. And I yeah. feel they did get, you know, they blew up and they got their fan base and all that. But I always felt like they got a little, um, undercredited, man, or, or, you know, they should have got a little more credit, because look at Between the Buried and Me, right? For example, there's a lot of bands that do that genre blending, and they do eight different types of metal in one song and all that stuff. People might, uh, you know, not not realize, because they had such a sense of humor about it, and they were such a cartoony kind of, you know, um, pushing it to the next level, extreme type of band, but they they did a lot of genre blending and really technical, crazy stuff, and they showed themselves to be extremely versatile musicians.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think a big part of them getting bigger was the like the upcoming of metalcore,
1: because these guys wrote some really nasty breakdowns for sure, or that yeah. like, or the deathcore yeah. stuff. Like I mean, touring with a uh, despised icon, yeah, like deathcore, the, is the red cord, you know what I mean, and like Ion yeah. Descent when all that stuff was going on. Like that definitely helped them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're right, and, like, and like, like reach a reach a younger audience and a, and a bigger audience. I feel like you know uh, it was more your your 2008 deathcore metalcore crowd that was really appreciating what cephalic was just doing, like to give them a little more longevity you know
2: you're absolutely right and i'll go i'll go one further i remember in 1998 they were kind of like being the late 90s there was bands on long island and 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 back then it wasn't as much internet man there you know there was the tape trading mail scene but you know everything was kind of like regionalized you knew a lot of your local bands and local bands were really into devourment and cephalic carnage on long island out of nowhere like you know I, i remember like the guys in dehumanized and um uh, disfigured and they're just a lot of local kind of slam guys man you know all of a sudden you start to see bands like cephalic Carnage and devourment pop up and i never thought of cephalic Orange as like a slam band or that kind of late 90s slam mentality but you're right they had those breakdowns and and they they were able to come across so they were really like OGs in that slam brutal death metal scene and what you just said shows that even 10 years after what i'm talking about they were able to translate so they yeah. something about their i think something about their songwriting is so honest and uh, integral. They're not trying to come across as anything. They just do what they do, and it happens to it happens to communicate to people. Man, those Colorado motherfuckers. Man, those mountain sure, boys. Yeah. For sure,
0: yeah. Rocky Mountain hydro grind. Rocky yeah, Rocky Mount- Mountain hydro grind. Rocky Mountain bud.
2: pick for our old school album is uh, it's actually an ep is the band disfigured from long island to new york not to be confused with some of the other uh, bands named disfigured out there they were around in the late 90s from about 96 to 99 and um this is one of those bands that unfortunately kind of fell through the underground cracks and isn't as revered as i feel they should be they used to play shows all the time with internal bleeding Uh, Back in the 90s, and I just that magic period where I was like 15, 16, 17, just getting into all this stuff and going to my first shows was the time period where Disfigured was performing live, and I got to catch them a bunch of times, and uh, the the singer, um, the bass player uh, who sang on the demo... Uh, Ryan Scamenti was a real friendly guy and he was always real sociable to me even though I, me and my friends were younger, man. and I just have great memories of Disfigured, man. Um, really talented band. And one of those bands where it, sh- it shows how that word slam to kind of describe New York-style uh, breakdown death metal has been... In, in a way, I feel kind of uh, bastardized and dumbed down over the years. Because if you listen to this band, Disfigured, they were years ahead of their time. They really were. Um, this, this, and the uh, the demo called Paroxysm, and they did a split seven inch with Reputilation. When was this released again? This was released in 1999. Jeez. And if you listen from the production to the riffs they're using, to I mean, I mean everything, even the lyrics, man, they were they're ahead of their time. And um, this was actually the only recording, I believe, with Joe Riley on vocals, who was the singer of Repudia another band I could go on and on about from Long Island that is um, kind of revered in a cult way, but not not as uh, credited as they should be. Reputilation kind of innovated Devourment sound before Devourment was big. You know, not saying they ripped them off, but they were definitely an influence there. Uh, but yeah, Disfigured, man. I, I love this band. I got a lot of great memories from them. And you can actually get... Uh, the CD Anthology of Dementia, which has this, this recording, this EP, their demo, and a few songs from their Split 7-inch with Reputilation. It came out uh, on Lord of the Sick recordings in 2015, so good luck finding it. I don't know where that is. I have I have the original <laughs> stuff, so I don't need to get it, man, but great, great band, and anyone who's interested in bands like Internal Bleeding and Suffocation and Dehumanized, Disfigured is a regional Long Island band um, that might really surprise you, man, and and that played shows with all those bands and was around for the late 90s and that time period so i i uh, i can't say enough positive things about this band yeah it's got that long island that beatdown ba- shit. yeah that
1: bounce for sure yeah exactly yeah.
2: man that long island beatdown but some really other innovative things going on and it wasn't all about the beatdown man they they were just you know what more can i say man just figure that their, their drummer was really talented and um, it's just one of those things where it's kind of a shame. I, I just hope that uh, in this age where people are rediscovering a lot of older bands from the from the early 90s, maybe in a few years, people will start rediscovering bands like this from the mid-90s and figure, um, kind of figure out for themselves where brutal death metal was really branching out. And, and maybe that, that word slam doesn't have to be such an ugly word, you know?
0: Yeah, not as ugly as some like it to
2: be. But the shit is tight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's a cover of... Um, Dirty Deeds by AC/DC, death metal style. Cool. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Is it better than the
0: Chris Barnes uh, TNT? Allegedly, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's allegedly it's better. Allegedly yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, there why, we go. The the uh, the listeners should uh, check out both versions and let us know what they think.
0: It up for the heavy hole. We appreciate you listening. We have many more episodes. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, we're going to do another one about the horrible, horrible world of album art cover oh
2: you know Mm -hmm. might have to get uh, my buddy Adam from anal birth in on that one man we'll see anal birth uh oh (laughs) yeah we got some stuff uh, lined up for future episodes man I don't want to give any any secrets away we got some some guest interviews lined up and we're going to talk about gory disgusting album covers but for now thank you for tuning in thank you for checking it all out check out some of these albums that we talked about give new life to the old ones and give some uh, support to the new ones thank you Justin for joining us
0: thanks buddy for having me Thank you, Shane, for listening. Can I say that? I say that in my other podcast. I'm, I'm just gonna say, say it, it.
2: crossover. It's happening. Oh wait, what's our Twitter? What's our Twitter? Heavy Hole Pod. Get into Heavy Hole Pod. Let us know what you think about Real Gore and album covers and disgusting album covers. Should people be using Real Gore? Everything I said before. All right. Yep. So, peace out. Thanks a lot for listening. Be safe. Thanks, guys.